0: Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Ryan. And this is Lucas. Hey, welcome back. Another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. We're glad to be back in the studio again today we've got a uh, I guess we call it a special episode, although it is uh, for us just another episode, but it happens to be succinct with the 2022 winter release by Airbnb, always a big event when they do a release and we always try to do our best to have a special episode about it so we can kind of uh, give you our feedback, Uh, you as hosts can read this for yourself even as guests you don't have to be a host to even read the release. It is, of course, designed to help guests and hosts, so everybody's welcome to read it. But uh, we're going to give you our customized feedback about it and hopefully give you some um, guidance that that is, uh, you know, succinct with our personal experiences. Um, let's jump right in. Uh, Lucas, this came out, what, yesterday?
0: Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday yep. morning is when it hit my page.
1: Yeah, me too. So this is really fresh. So we are... Trying to jump on this right away, and we're going to put this episode up kind of out of turn. I think we're going to put it up basically today, right, bud?
0: Yeah, yep, it's going to go up today, same day. Very good.
1: So, very good. So, those of you that are uh, subscribed to us, uh, lucky you. You are hearing us at the most current you'll ever hear us, because we generally post uh, episodes out a few weeks from when we actually record them. So, this is almost live.
0: (laughs) It is pretty much live.
1: Yeah, no editing needed. No, no time to think about the episode before we put it up. So here we go. Um, I will tell you a personal experience right off the bat that I did not know was related to uh, the Airbnb release. So I was uh, supposed to host an individual at one of my listings and uh, it was just last month. And He contacted me about a week and a half before he was supposed to check in, and he made an awkward mention of his schedule might change, so he may show up a little later than his check-in date and only use a portion of his reservation. Quite honestly, as a host, I don't really care. Show up when you want, man. You paid for the days. Um, I said, okay, thanks for the heads up. He thought that was an initiation to me adjusting his reservation for him. Well, I got news for you. My cancellation policy in that particular listing is strict and it's strict for a reason. Um, It's a very economical listing. I don't have a lot of wiggle room. If I'm going to make money on that listing, I need it booked and I need those bookings to follow through, period. That's how it works. Okay. So the guy ends up coming back and forth with me, like, mm, I don't know, six different transactions or communications back and forth, telling me his dates have changed. He needs to move it to a later month and he wants to now reschedule. Well, that's the same as a cancellation. If you guys recall, we talk about that in our past episodes. You don't reschedule people um, just because they want to cancel because then they'll just cancel the future dates that are outside of your cancellation policy, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Yep. So anyway, fast forward to the day before he's supposed to check in, he's calling Airbnb trying to harass them and bully me and giving him a refund. Not going to happen. Doesn't show up. Never cancels the reservation. Told him multiple times, cancel the reservation. Doesn't cancel it. The booking stays on the books, all of my default messages go out. Here's the check-in info. Da 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 da. Thanks for staying at my place. Blah blah blah. The day he was supposed to check out um, was never there. Immediately leaves me a review because now he is, according to the system, he was a guest. Right? People that cancel and don't check in at all don't get to send don't get to leave a review. That's a fact. Okay. But if they keep the reservation, they get to leave your review. Which for me, I think that was his motivation. So he left an irrelevant, nasty, one star review. Horrible messaging about me, the whole thing. I called Airbnb the other day, right after I saw the review. And this was literally the day before the release came out. I called Airbnb and I said, Hey, this review is irrelevant. The guest didn't stay. You can see in the communication that he said he wasn't coming. You can see that he didn't come. You can even see in his review that he said he couldn't get a refund for not coming. And I tell you, of all the times I've called for a review to get reviewed, Or to get removed, and my success rate being right about the fifty percent or less. Okay, and and Lucas, you can attest that's generally impossible, right? It's very difficult. So
0: difficult. You you got to meet the review terms of service that they correct. You know, like black blackmail, or the review has to be incredibly irrelevant, or or a guest didn't stay.
1: Yeah. So it was shockingly simple. The woman just said. This review goes against our policies. It doesn't have any relevant information. It will not help other guests, et cetera. And she just goes, I'm taking it down right now. And that was it. The conversation with the rep was less than three minutes. I sat there in awe of what was going on, got off the phone with her after letting her know she should have a good evening and I appreciate her. And I ended up getting a a message uh, on my Airbnb app about two minutes later said, just to follow up, we've taken the review down, it's gone. And I checked, it was already gone. No delay, no harassment, no having what felt like a legal case, right? (laughs) And I I even sent you a screenshot, if you recall. And I was like, you're not going to believe this. Yeah, you did. It was that easy. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, boy, did that make my day? And then, boom, the next morning, I go in, open up my Airbnb app to handle business for the day. And what do I see? 2022 release. I instantly hit play. I know we got a podcast we're going to do about this. I watched the whole video. I read all the blogs. Easier support in terms of reviews, it says. And it even says dating back to any review. I don't know if you caught that little tidbit. It can be any review, no matter how old. They have simplified the processes, the terminology they use, basically. And they're not going to make us fight with them anymore for reviews. Now, of all of the things they could have gone out and asked hosts some feedback on, I will bet you that that item right there was at the top of the list for any honest host saying, hey, this review system sucks. You are letting people lie about us. And you are claiming they're within your terms, right? You've had it, right?
0: you have yep, all had, had that exact. Yep.
1: Yeah, so kudos to airbnb much better that nasty review is no longer going to sit at the top of my reviews the number that he gave me which was a one across the board falsely um is not going to skew my my averages anymore um i don't know about you but i'm tempted to go back in time and look at all my reviews uh the problem is i have 874 of them
0: you have like so, yeah i was gonna say you have like a thousand so yeah, eventually yeah. i get tired of looking at them i mean i'm i'm in the yeah and actually 100%. I don't know the real number. It says
1: 874 now, but that's, that's after listings have come and gone. Cause I've rotated through houses in the rental portfolio. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's been a lot. <laughs> so anyway, um, so that was item one. And I think for me, that was the headliner. What was the one point that stood out to you, bro?
0: Um, probably that the air cover is going to be moved up to $3 million. Um, you know, and that's going to include guest identity verification. So I'm assuming they're going to still have to submit their ID and maybe another form of identity verification. Um, I'm apparently curious it's going if to that means they have to
1: use their real name. Cause well, they, they haven't had true. to.
0: Sometimes no. I get the weirdest names. Like one mm-hmm. time I had a booking come from a person named Null, Null, N-U-L-L, N-U-L-L. It made no sense. I was like, uh, that's not <laughs> Null, your Null. name. And then when they, then when they booked, I was like, um, Then they put Mm -hmm. on their guest registration check-in form an actual name. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not your name. Um, (laughs) They're going to have reservation screening, uh, $3 million in damage protection that now includes coverage for cars, boats, art, and valuables. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm assuming that's going to come in handy when you have like a room share. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody bumps into your car, uh, you know, for you, Ryan, if somebody bumps into your vehicle or takes one of your art photos off the wall or something like Mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but another big thing here—they I know they had three big topics, new Airbnb categories. They have six categories, including room shares, I believe you said, mm-hmm. and um, they have introducing Airbnb setup. So this is to try and entice new Airbnb guests or new Airbnb hosts to to set their <laughs> listing up. And what Airbnb is offering is to have that new host talk with a, another super host. Um, yeah. or, or an Airbnb support person, um, or a skilled support person that says uh, they're going to add 1500 superhosts to this program, um, at first, and then go from there. Uh, now that's super but,
1: unique because you're, you're basically getting as a new host, um, and, uh, and a guest actually, um, you're getting help from a superhost to assist you in making a listing or making a booking. That's kind of awkward because what we're wondering, we were talking offline, what is the compensation? Like, you know, what, what's your motivation, Lucas? What, why would you do that? Why would you participate? So we're very curious what the compensation is and we don't have that feedback right now, but that is very unique.
0: It is, uh, you know, that's, that's the number one thing we covered is what incentive outside of being a good person, but how many times am I gonna take time out of my day you know, I can't imagine the type of questions that I'm going to be asked by these people. I'm sure it's not just a simple yes or no question. So it's going to take time to walk them through this. And at what point in time does being a nice person kind of fall by the wayside and you're like, all right, this is kind of annoying. Um, you know, obviously some sort of compensation would likely need to be in place. Um, but it does say they can get one-on-one guidance from a superhost or an Airbnb, uh, specialized support person. Yeah. Um, these new hosts can also choose to have an experienced guest for their first booking. So meaning I would assume that means no guest that's rated less than a five star. Um, Well, I
1: think, I think that would mean, yeah, at least, I don't know what their criteria is, but to me an experienced guest is someone who's been to at least two or three places and has um, a decent rating. You know, we, we used to say in the past uh, automatic booking versus or Insta booking versus uh, screening. Right. And you you would be able to say, I only want to allow uh, people with X amount of reservations, I forget the number, and then, you know, somebody with good reviews only can instantly book, period. Um, nobody else can instantly yeah, it's book. Referred, the
0: there's a, there's a uh, little icon that's, it has to be, they have to be referred by another host.
1: Right, so, exactly. you know, at the bottom in, of a review, uh, do, yeah.
0: do you recommend this guest or not? Correct, marked, correct, correct. They've been marked, yes. Yep. This is, um, an experienced guest to them as a person who has at least three stays and a good track record on Airbnb. So I don't know where they're ranking that person
1: stars. Okay. Um, Very good. Very good. So three stays, five stars. That's great. I like that. Yeah. I like
0: that a lot. This kind of, you know, that, that kind of sums up the Airbnb setup process though, you know, for new hosts, that's good. Airbnb Mm -hmm. will get some, uh, some new hosts on there that, um, you know, maybe are a bit more relieved and feel a bit more comfortable listing their property and the Airbnb site will continue to grow Uh, with new hosts you know again let's be honest
1: here airbnb doesn't run without hosts and there is uh, a consensus among the airbnb community in the mastermind groups that i'm a part of and you are as well that airbnb cares about their guests more than their hosts that has been um the branding and the messaging that has been sent out to us by their behavior they have had a pretty uh authoritative um, methodology, which you were a victim of once, where your account can be shut off without explanation. Um, there's that, there's the reviews that are skewed toward the guest, there's, there's the no protection for our, our belongings, and there's nobody answering the phone when we need help right away, and there's nobody to help when we need it. Um, what I'm seeing here, the new messaging is this this and i know i started the episode with saying it's guests and uh hosts this is heavy heavy on hosting heavy it's for us and this to me looks like a correction toward the hosts and an attraction toward getting more hosts and i think airbnb knows full well that there is a group of people who used to host with them but are now um say doing only vrbo um or some third party or like you you have a website as well it's drawing in folks um yep there is a group of people that i think they're trying to get back and they're trying to change their reputation about how they take care of hosts so you know that to me is the overall messaging here um and if you go to the very bottom of the page about the the release and it says and it talks about the air cover and it breaks it down with a little chart and it says only Airbnb gives you air cover and then it bullet lists all the things that they cover and then it says competitors, you know, they get one green check mark at the top and maybe one at the bottom for one million dollars in liability insurance, but they have no other check marks like air cover. I mean they are they are to me this is a passively aggressive um maneuver. To brand themselves as, we are here for the hosts, and we are the better platform to put your house out there. Um, and then uh, one the, last thing from me: the the minor thing that they added was the the additional categories. I know that sounds minor, but that's actually kind of big um, because they were kind of looking on the last release we did an episode on. If you recall, we hit on those categories quite often. We talked about how I travel national parks a lot, and they have a category for near the parks. Um, and they just kind of left out anything that wasn't considered fun and unique. You know what I mean? Um, the new categories go. Wait a minute. There's other houses. You know, like let's not insult them. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So yeah, I like all of that. I like all of it. I'm I'm happy with the release. I don't know what your opinion is. I think you're with me, but
0: yeah. I mean the new. I mean we can run through these new categories quick. It's called new. So homes added to Airbnb within the past ten weeks. You got top of the world. So homes around 10,000 feet above sea level, often with stunning (laughs) views. They have trending, a category called trending for highly rated homes that receive more Mm. listing views compared to the previous week. They have, I Mm. like that one trending. Maybe I could get onto the trending page. Well, I don't Um, think you have a say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just says, yeah, you just receive more listing views compared to the previous week. So whenever um, I assume they're just going to, that algorithm is going to pull listings that have seen a lot of views. Um, they have adapted homes adapted for wheelchair access with verified step-free paths into the home bedroom and bathroom. Yep. Um, play homes with basketball courts, game rooms, miniature golf, water slides, and more. And hanoks, which are traditional Korean homes constructed of natural materials. So those are your six new Airbnb categories and private um, rooms. As you I don't
1: know if you mentioned that one, but
0: yeah, yep. And um, as you go through their their air cover, like Ryan was saying, uh, you know, I do a lot more on VRBO. I would actually say. Uh, the majority of my business comes from VRBO still. I, I think Airbnb is eating into that. But these this air cover for hosts is really next level stuff. VRBO offers no protection. You heard me talk about it multiple times. It's why I sought out a third party insurance company uh, that yep. was safely um, to help insure the properties. Because right now, yeah. 60 plus percent of business is coming from VRBO. I'd say maybe 30 to 35% is coming from Airbnb and the remaining is coming through my my website. And mm-hmm. if I have that much business coming through VRBO, I have to be protected. And VRBO does, the the, the best protection I can get is making a guest pay an additional $99 for $5,000 worth of coverage. Mm-hmm. I have couches that cost 15 grand, mm-hmm. you know, you know, there's things in some of these properties that cost tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. that you know, are just not covered by VRBO, and you can't run the risk of of not having the coverage. So, right. VRBO right. definitely has some some step up to do, or I should say, Expedia. Expedia owns yeah. VRBO, so there definitely needs to be improvements on VRBO, and you know, VRBO. Well, they're a large end, enough but,
1: company to get it right, to be honest. Yeah, billion. I, and I billions think there's going dollars. to be you're going to see something where they're going to catch up because nobody sits in a a space unless their competitor just absolutely embarrassed them. Nobody. I don't care if you're That's selling right. soup or, or, or mac and cheese, you're, you're not, it, it's the same thing. If somebody's doing something better, you're going to follow them. Right. So, I've been
0: telling that to people. I, I say, listen, the older generations, because VRBO has been around for 10, 15, 20 years, um, the older generations that you know, they, they're traveling with VRBO, slowly switching over to Airbnb, the younger generations are traveling with Airbnb. And so VRBO is either going to play catch up or they're going to fall behind. Right. Um, and, and they need to, they, they need to get with the picture probably sooner yeah. rather than later because they don't want to lose the young generation, but they're now, you know, Airbnb's it's up to $3 million in protection. They're covering deep cleaning, income loss, pet yep. damage, auto and bow, art and valuables um, yeah. just kind of next level stuff there. But it's um, the stuff that we've always had a
1: challenge because it's like, you would say, Hey, you know, somebody spilled candle wax all over my, my area rug in this living room. And they're like, okay, where'd you buy it? What do you mean? Where'd I buy it? Like, I've had it for two years. It never had any damage. I think it came from my own living room at one point. I don't know. What do you mean where did I buy it? So I got to go buy an exact same one and give you a receipt. That was the hoops we used to jump through for those finite items, right? Oh, and um, then they
0: then they would depreciate it. They're like, oh, two yes. years old. Uh, we're gonna pick a we're gonna pick a we're gonna pick a random rug online and yep. we're gonna use this rug as your comparable because that's the one we picked. Oh, and this rug was a hundred dollars, it's two years old, so we've depreciated it down to twenty-eight dollars and ninety-six cents and that yeah, we're giving no you. Yeah, yeah, they did that to me after somebody pulled a TV off the wall. This was like three or four years ago, so I'm sure things have gotten better. But um uh, you know, that's a whole other story, whole other thing. But uh yeah. yeah, I think that um I think the new release is good. I think it's better than the last one. And I certainly think that it's going to serve Airbnb well over the long run.
1: Yep. So quick recap of a couple other little minor things and we'll wrap up. Um, they've got just uh, just a few additional upgrades for hosts at the very bottom of the page that is is good to, to cover. The retaliatory review protections that we discussed, I've already experienced that totally by accident, happened to be succinct with this release. They've actually got something called uh, Fast Pay they can do now. You can have um, your payout within 30 minutes. Um, for a fee. There's a fee involved, just to be clear on that. Um, easier host claims process, okay? Um, and then you can, you can actually trash the status of your, of your claim as well. So uh, that's more of what we were even talking about, making it easier. Uh, more detailed reviews. Um, that is uh, going to be interesting how they can be more specific about the details. Uh, ground rules for guests are spelled out even better. That's good. Uh, another host beneficiary thing. Um, and then the uh, new category controls like you talked about um, a little bit there. So, um, yeah, I think that sums it up. I mean, overall, I'm a fan of the release. I like it. Um, I, I think they've done a good job of looking out for us as the host. So like and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate it when you do that. It helps other good uh, good people like yourselves find us. In the meantime, go on Instagram, follow us. And uh, in the meantime, be the best host you can be and go get that money.
0: Go get that money.